Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Ram Goldar, and today Musech is Baba Kama Daf Mem Test, the fifth parak Shorshan Naga Chesapara. So the three daps are going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah, beginning the bottom daf Mem Ches Amabes, explains how to evaluate Dmei Vados to pay when striking a woman cause a miscarriage. The Tanakhama says we assess the woman's value while pregnant and after miscarrying, and he pays the difference. Rishon Gamliel says Im Ken Mishisha Yoledes Mashbachas. If so, a woman increases in value after giving birth. Rather, we assess the offspring to determine their value. Rob explains from Mishim Gamliel's statement, Is a woman more valuable before she gives birth than after she gives birth? Since childbirth is dangerous, her value is lower when she's pregnant. Rather, we evaluate the fetuses themselves. Abraisa supports this reading. Rav explains differently. Does the woman increase in value only from the man for whom she's giving birth? And has nothing for herself of the appreciation of her body through the offspring? Her personal increase in value because of her improved appearance is divided between them. Abraisa supports this reading. The more explains that the first Abraisa refers to Amavakaris, a woman bearing her firstborn, when it's unknown if she can survive childbirth. Point number two, the Mishnah taught that if someone strikes a Gioris who is married to a Ger and he dies without heirs, the damager is exempt from Dmei Vlados. Rabbah says that if he struck her after the husband died, she has already acquired the offspring when he died and she receives Dmei Vlados. Rav Chista objected, Mari Dichi, master of this teaching, are offspring bundles of money that she can acquire them when her husband dies? Rather, if the husband died, no payment is made. Two prices are quoted about this case, one of which says he is liable, and the other says he is exempt. Rabbi must concede that his opinion is a Malchokas Tanayim, but Rav Chis can say that the price for requiring payment is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says that the woman receives half payment for her body's increased value. Although this is true even while the husband is alive, the price teaches that if he dies, she receives all the payment for that appreciation. After another answer is given, the more clarifies that regarding her body's appreciation, where she has a hand in it during her husband's lifetime, she acquires all of it when he dies, as opposed to the Mevlados, which she cannot acquire. And point number three, Rabbah said, Mashkono Shel Yisrael, Biyad Ger, if the security of a Yisrael was in a Ger's possession for money the Ger lent him, and he died, no one else can seize the Mashkon, because as soon as the Ger died, Pakalei Shibude, his obligation is cancelled, and the Mashkon is automatically its owner's. If a Ger security was in Yisrael's possession and the Ger died, the Yisrael acquires the equivalent of the debt owed him and someone else can acquire the rest. The Gemara said the lender should acquire the whole Mashkon with his Chatzir, which is Konolo Shomadaito, acquires for him without his knowledge. It first answers that the owner was not in the city at the time, and wherever one could not have acquired something himself, his Chatzir could not acquire it for him either. However, the Gemara concludes that Rabbah's ruling is only where the Mashkon was not in his Chatzir, so the owner did not acquire it. Otherwise, he would acquire it, even if he is elsewhere. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission, beginning on the bottom of Daf Mem Ches Amabes, explains how to evaluate to Mevladus to pay when striking a woman causes a miscarriage. The Tanakhama says we assess the woman's value while pregnant and after miscarrying, and he pays the difference. Rameshim Gamliel says, Im ken yoledes, mashbachas. If so, a woman increases in value after giving birth. Rather, we assess the offspring to determine their value. Rob explains from Mishim Gamliel's statement, Is a woman more valuable before she gives birth than after she gives birth? Since childbirth is dangerous, her value is lower when she's pregnant. Rather, we evaluate the fetuses themselves. Abraisa supports this reading. Rav explains differently. Does the woman increase in value only from the man for whom she's giving birth? And has nothing for herself of the appreciation of her body through the offspring? 
her personal increase in value because of her improved appearance is divided between them. A Bryce that supports this reading. The more explains that the first Bryce refers to Amavakaris, a woman bearing her firstborn, when it's unknown if she can survive childbirth. Point number two, the Mishnah taught that if someone strikes a Gioris who is married to a Ger, and he dies without heirs, the damager is exempt from Dmevrados. Rabba says that if he struck her after the husband died, she has already acquired the offspring when he died, and she receives Dmevrados. Rabba Chista objected, Mari Dichi, master of this teaching, are offspring bundles of money that she can acquire them when her husband dies? Rather, if the husband died, no payment is made. Two prices are quoted about this case, one of which says he is liable, and the other says he is exempt. Rabbi must concede that his opinion is a Malchokas Tanan, but Rav Chis can say that the price for acquiring payment is Rabbi Shem Gamliel, who says that the woman receives half payment for her body's increased value. Although this is true, even while the husband is alive, the Brisa teaches that if he dies, she receives all the payment for that appreciation. After another answer is given, the more clarifies that regarding her body's appreciation, where she has a hand in it during her husband's lifetime, she acquires all of it when he dies, as opposed to the Mevlados, which she cannot acquire. And point number three, Rabbah said, Mashkono Shel Yisrael, Biyad Ger, if a security of a Yisrael, was in a Ger's possession for money the Ger lent him, and he died, no one else can seize the mashkum because as soon as the ger died, Pakalei Shibude, his obligation is cancelled and the mashkum is automatically its owner's. If a ger security was in Yisrael's possession and the ger died, the Yisrael acquires the equivalent of the debt owed him and someone else can acquire the rest. The Gemara said the lender should acquire the whole mashkum with his chatzir, which is konulon shomadaito, acquires for him without his knowledge. It first answers that the owner was not in the city at the time and wherever one could not have acquired something himself, his chatzir could not acquire for him either. However, the Gemara concludes that Rabbah's ruling is only where the mashkon was not in his chatzir, so the owner did not acquire it. Otherwise, he would acquire it, even if he is elsewhere. All right, so now we go to our simon daf mem test, and our standard simon is meat, and we often use a butcher in the simon, a butcher. So here goes. As two women in the butcher shop were arguing, who was worth more, the pregnant one or the one who had given birth? The butcher got a shock when it turned out that the Gyors buying meat using the mevados she received when she was struck after her Gyar husband died was the wife of the Gyar he had lent money to and who had given him a mashkon. Once again, some emotion. As two women in the butcher shop, butcher shop, that must be more enough. Memtes, meat. As two women in the butcher shop were arguing who was worth more, the pregnant one or the one who had given birth, which reminds us the next mission explains how to evaluate the mevladus to pay when striking a pregnant woman caused a miscarriage. The Tanakhama says we assess a woman's value while pregnant and after miscarrying and he pays a difference. Ramesham Gamuil says, if so, a woman increases in value after giving birth. Rather, we assess the offspring to determine their value. Rabbi explains Ramesham Gamuil's statement, since childbirth is dangerous, her value is lower when she's pregnant. Rather, we evaluate the fetuses themselves. So, as two women in the butcher shop were arguing who was worth more, the pregnant one or the one who had given birth, the butcher got a shock when it turned out that the Gyoris buying meat using the mevados she received when she was struck after her Gyar husband died, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that if someone strikes a Gyoris who is married to a Gyar and he dies without heirs, the damager is exempt from the mevados. Rabbah says that if he struck her after the husband died, she has already acquired the offspring when he died and she receives the mevados. Rabbah objected, are offspring bundles of money that she can acquire them when her husband dies. Rather, if the husband died, no payment is made. So as two women in the butcher shop were arguing who was worth more, the pregnant one or the one who had given birth, the butcher got a shock when it turned out that the Gyor's buying meat using the Dmevladu she received when she was struck after her Gyor husband died was the wife of the Gyor he had lent money to and who had given him 
a mashkan, which reminds us, if a ger's mashkan was in Israel's possession and the ger died, the Israel acquires the equivalent of the debt owed him and someone else can acquire the rest. So once again, as two women in the butcher shop were arguing who was worth more, the pregnant one or the one who had given birth, the butcher got a shock when it turned out that the gear was buying meat using the demevada she received when she was struck after her gear husband died was the wife of the gear he had lent money to and who had given him a mashkam. All right, so now it's time for four blabak hazar. Daf mem hey. So the simmer daf mem hey is manishtana. So here goes. When the little boy of the city who asked, why is it different? Why is it different? Manishtana? That must be on daf mem hey. When the little boy of the Seder asked, why is it different for a Shomer to return an ox after it was condemned, which reminds us, a Bryce teaches that if a Shomer was guarding an ox when it killed someone, he can return it before its sentence to avoid paying for it since it's currently a valuable ox. If he returned after it was condemned, the Tanakhama says, in a Mokhsar, it's not considered return because it's now worthless. But Rabbi Yaakov says it's considered return. Rabbi says they argue about Gong Dinosho Shor Shogobafanov, if basing can rule on the case of an ox, not in its presence. So when the little boy, the Sid who asked, why is it different for a Shomer to turn an ox after it was condemned, was interrupted by his brother, who went ahead and read about the four Shomrim, who are Niknesu Takaza Balim, which reminds us of Bryce elaborates on the mission on Daf Mem Dalarama Base. Arba Niknesu Takaza Balim, four people take the owner's place to be liable for an animal's damages, and they are the Shomer Chinam, a Shoel, a Nosei Sachar, and a Socher, an unpaid Shomer, a borrower, a paid Shomer, and a renter. If the ox killed, then a tum would be killed and no kofar is paid. If it's a muad, now ragi mushalman is a kofar. The ox is killed and the shomer pays kofar. And must return the ox's value to its owner, except for a shomer chinam, who was pater. So when the little boy of the seder asked, why is it different for a shomer to return an ox after it was condemned, was interrupted by his brother who went ahead and read about the four shomrim, who are niknesu takazabalim. Their father stood up holding a knife and said, he would guard proper behavior at the table, just like he would guard a muad. Which reminds us, the more brings him a focus about the level of shmira required for tam and muad. Rebbe says, Enel shmira al-sakin. A muad has no sufficient guarding except the knife of shechita, and he's liable for damages even when he guarded it in a superior way. Daf mem vav, so the similar daf mem vav is a cow that goes moo. So here goes. The owner of the mooing ox, mooing ox, that must be in daf mem vav, moo. The owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow gourd with the dead cow fetus by its side, told the owner of the fetus, Hamotzim Mechavero, Olivaraya, which reminds us, the fifth parak begins, If an ox gored a cow and its fetus was found dead at its side, and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the ox gored it, and the ox's owner is not responsible, or if it gave birth after the ox gored it, causing the loss of the fetus, he pays chasinezik for the cow and ravinezik for the fetus. This mission reflects the opinion of Sumkas who holds, money whose ownership is inherently in doubt is divided by the two parties. But the chamim hold, this is a great rule in judgment. So the owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow, a gourd of the dead cow fetus, by its side told the owner of the fetus, Alavaraya, which is a call Gadol Bedin, which reminds us, us why the principle of Hamotzi Mechaber Alavaraya is called Klal Gadol Bedin, a great rule in judgment. It first answers that it teaches Dafil Nizak Omer Bari, Umazik Omer Shema, that even if the victim says, you're definitely liable, and the damage only says, I'm possibly exempt, the victim cannot collect without proof. And we also learn that Ein Holchin B'mamon Acharov, we don't go after the majority in monetary matters. So the owner of the mooing ox, which was standing by the dead cow, a gourd of the dead cow fetus, by its side, told the owner of the fetus, Hamotzim Mechavero, Alavaraya, which is 
and is based on Sephora, like someone's sick, going to a doctor, which reminds us. Ravashi says the Hamotsi Machavero Avarai is a Sephora. It's simple logic that one suffering from pain goes to a doctor to be cured. Similarly, anyone attempting to litigate a claim against his fellow must substantiate his claim to based in. Daf Mem Zayn. So the similar Daf Mem Zayn is a maze. So here goes. The maze owner's cow. Maze? That must mean more Daf Mem Zayn. The maze owner's cow that gored an ox and ran into the maze with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that where a pregnant cow gored an ox and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the attack or afterwards, if the cow is here, then half damages can be collected from the cow. And if the cow is not here, then quarter damages can be collected from the offspring. So the maize owner's cow that gored an ox and ran into the maize with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages broke some pots that were placed there by a potter who had rishos to enter, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, If a potter brought his pots into a homeowner's courtyard without rishos and the homeowner's animal damaged the pots, he's potter from paying. And if the animal is harmed by the pots, the potter is chayv. But if he brought them in with permission and they were broken, the courtyard's owner is liable. The same laws are taught for bringing in produce or an animal. Rebbe says, In all these cases, the homeowner is not high for property damage in his domain unless he accepted to guard it. So the maize owner's cow that gored an ox and ran into a maze with its recently born calf to escape payment of half damages or quarter damages, broke some pots that were placed there by a potter who had rishos to enter and then died from overeating produce that was put there by someone who wasn't allowed to be there, but still didn't have to pay, which reminds us. The mission taught that if the homeowner's animal is harmed by produce brought in without permission, the produce's owner is liable. Ravis said that this is only where the animal slipped on the produce, but if the animal ate the produce and died from overeating, he is put because it should not have eaten so much. Tosavus explains that one is not hive where the animal brought the harm upon itself. Daf Memches, so the similar Daf Memches relates to Moach brain, and we use Brainiacs. So here goes. The Brainiacs why Brainiac? That must be a Daf Memches. Moach. Brain. The Brainiacs why baking in her neighbor's house who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chayef to pay, which reminds us the Gemara that a woman once entered someone's house with permission to bake. The homeowner's goat ate the dough and died and Rav required her to pay for the goat. This is because since she requires privacy because her arms are exposed during the process, the yard's owner removed himself from the property when granting her permission to bake there. Therefore, the responsibility of guarding his property is upon her. So the Brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chayef to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it or from the carcass's odor, which reminds the Mishnah Daf Memzayin Amabesa taught, If the trespasser's ox fell into the homeowner's pit and fouled its waters, its owner is chayv. Rav said this is only when it fouled the waters while falling into them, when it's classified as a shore. But if it fouled them after falling in, he's exempt. According to Rav, Rav's statement is revised to be that an ox's owner is only chayv shehivish megufo, where it fouled the waters with its body. But if it fouled them with the carcass's odor, he's put because it's merely causative damage. For and one is not for mere causative damage. So the brainiac's wife baking in her neighbor's house, who was horrified when the neighbor's goat died from eating her dough, making her chayev to pay, called her husband who was busy testing the water in a pit to see if it was fouled from a shore's body that fell into it or from the carcass's odor. Unaware that an ox just fell into a pit behind him, killing his father, making its owner... Chayv and Kofer, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that if the homeowner's father's son was in the pit, 
and was killed when the ox fell in, its owner pays kofer. The more asked that the ox is a tom and it's not liable to kofer. Rav answers that the animal was a muah to fall onto people in pits. And Rav Yosef explains that it was not killed the first three times because the cases where it saw vegetation at the pit's edge and fell in while trying to eat it, never intending to kill, and became a muad to do so. All right, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that in the case of a pregnant cow that gored an ox and it's unknown if the cow gave birth before the attack or afterwards, half damages can be collected from the cow or quarter damages from the offspring. That's on Duff. Memzine. Good number two. Which stuff do we discuss who is worth more, pregnant woman or one who's given birth as it relates to how to evaluate Dmei Vlados? That's on Duff. Memtask. Good number three. Which stuff we have a machus by the level of shmira required for a tamamud? And Rebel Yazir says the only shmira for a muad is the sakin, the knife. That's on Duff. Memhe. Good number four. Which stuff we learn why the owner of an ox that fell into a homeowner's pit, killing his father's son, was liable on kofer? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number five. Which stuff we learn that hamotzi mechaveral alvaraya is called gadobedin? That's on Duff. Memvav. Good number six. Which stuff we have a question of damages are paid for unintentionally killing by fire? That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss what to do with the mushkun of a ger? That's on Duff. Mem Task. Good number eight. Which stuff do we the one is not hive when someone's animal overeats and dies from produce that he was not permitted to put there in the ball by his chutzer? That's on Duff. Memzine. Good number nine. Which stuff do we discuss whether Gior is married to a Gear that died or if seized to made Vlados for injury that occurred after his passing? That's on Duff. Memtes. Good number ten. Which stuff do we learn why the woman baking in her neighbor's property was high for the goat that died from eating her dough? That's on Duff. Memchas. Excellent. That cruise a day sheer. This is everybody. Rumgoldhorn from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.